What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thank y'all for coming. I'm AJ. And I'm John A. Y'all, we got a special guest up in the building. I want y'all to get ready because we got a little link in the park with Miss Lauren LaMail from Scary Crip Pie, but um, I'm going to let her handle her business. And what Lauren. up, podcast people? Uh-huh. So have yes. you made that your trademark? Is that your trademark now? Yeah, that's my thing. That's just what, that's just, it's the quickest, it's the easiest way to just, it, just talk to everybody. <laughs> I look forward to when Jared does his. I'm like, what are you going to say this week? Right? Because it's always different. Because that, that episode when he did the, um, the call center gag in the beginning. I loved it. I was like, you just need to I was like, is all he gonna, the time. And I was like, is he going to keep going with this? Because I like it. I wish you could have seen him. He did like a full, like a theatrical portrayal of the call center woman. It was hysterical. If you guys missed that episode, you have to go see it because usually, and normally when I listen to you guys' podcast and I'll let you plug it in a second, I know I said I was gonna let you handle your business. Usually I'm, if I'm not at home, I'm at the gym. And I was at the gym at this case. So at this point I just have the podcast in rotation that I need to catch up on. Mm And when that episode came on, I wasn't ready for him to do that. So it threw me off a little bit. And I thought like, I was like, did I click on the wrong thing? This sounds like my man's, but <laughs> this ain't right. But then he had me so hooked. I was like into it. I was like, yeah, I mean, I ain't called his number, but I'm interested. What you sell? <laughs> like, I liked it. I think it should be kept. Yeah, we're working on some things and like rebranding some of the stuff. So I might, I have to have a meeting with him this week anyway. So I'm going to talk. I'm trying to peer pressure him into making a streaming, like a Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can all peer pressure him into being a call center person all the time. I'd watch it. I love that concept. So come on. So go plug yourself. Come on. Because I already took up enough of your time. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm Lauren. Most of my friends, my people call me Mel. Y'all are more than welcome to call me Mel because we all fam. I am from Scary Crit. It's another horror podcast. Me and my friend Jared critique all the things. Um, and we're like, we basically, you know, we all black as hell. So that's our okay. perspective. <laughs> that's just kind of where we come from. Um, and then like when I'm not podcasting, I am an indie film producer. Yes. So I just wrapped my first feature a couple weeks ago. I'm working Congrats. on Thank yes. you. congratulations. Thank you. Um I'm working on a short musical right now, which is pretty dope. Ooh. Okay. And then I just got the green light to make a short out of this play I saw a couple years ago. Oh, is this an exclusive? We got D one eighty exclusives? Dropping on Yes. Um, And then I'm working on my own horror feature. Okay. So I'm trying to get that the script done in the summer so I can start getting money to film it next year. Well, Miss Mail, it's already yours. I'm already looking forward to it. You know, I'm about to be all up in your business trying to figure out what's happening, what's going on. So all the best wishes. Thank you. Johnny. Yeah. Miss Mail. Mm-hmm. Around these parts, we do this thing called park recommendations, right? Every week, I give Johnny two movies that relate to the movie we're watching. So I'm going to give her two. And Lauren, I don't know if you have two picks. Oh, I have two. Okay, I whittled so it down. You have two <laughs> that aren't mine. And even if they are the same, it's fine. But 
my two, Johnny, if you like this movie, I think you should watch The House October Built. Mm. And then I think you should watch The Taking of Deborah Logan. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Those are solid. Those yeah. are solid. Especially the second one. That second one, I said, mmm. Because when I, when I first started watching Hell House, I instantly thought of that movie. And I was just like, well, I'm going to like this. Yep. So, yes, those, those two. And then my two. Okay, I'm a little weird, right? So, mm -hmm. my first recommendation is this, this like, it, it's kind of formatted like It, the mm -hmm. TV. It's called Ghost Watch from 1992. It was a BBC thing. Trying to think. No, I'm thinking of. No, I'm not gonna even say what I'm thinking of. You could probably guess. It's definitely not what you're talking about. Go ahead. And then the <laughs> second rack is the Gojenheim Haunted Asylum. Mm -hmm. That's a Korean horror film from 2018. Now I just got off Clubhouse with Afro Horror talking about Train to Busan. If I like Train to Busan, will I like this? Yes, because yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I mean, because it's like the same concept. Uh -huh. uh, as as Hell House, but instead of you know going like making a haunted house, they go into the uh, the like one of those like abandoned like it was a hospital and they did all these weird things. Oh, I do not like. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, is this the creep me out? Is an abandoned hospital? Is this the one where they upload everything to YouTube and it's like a live stream? Yes. This is what I was talking about Ashley. Remember, I always talk about my mukbang person that I watch, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Yes. She watched this and then had a whole video about it. Yep. So it's on my list. Oh, no, I have to watch this because I haven't heard of it. And any, like I said, any way to freak me out is to put me in an abandoned hospital. First of all, don't because I would never go leave it. But that's just, uh-uh. No. Speaking of haunted places, this movie, Hell House LLC, this is my first time. Well, I watched it for the first time a few months back, I think. Mm -hmm. It was around the time, it was right before we talked about it, you know, it was right before then that I've seen it. Cause I had to, when we picked it for the list, I wanted to make sure that I didn't want to save it for another scene. So yeah. I was like, let me go ahead and watch it just to see like, and there are other things I could have put this in, but I was just like, no, I want to talk about this now because what the hell is this movie? <laughs> John A, this was your first time watching it, right? Yes, it was definitely my first time watching it. Well, Lauren, you tell us about your history with the movie. So, this is one of those movies. You ever be at home and you just bored and you just scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through, and you're like, what the hell is this? Click. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened a couple of months ago. And so, I, I was like a random Thursday night and I just watched it. And I was like, what did I just fall into? And... Then I binge watched all three of them. You know what? I was going to ask you because I've been hearing things about this franchise. And what do you think? I haven't seen them yet. I loved the first one. The mm -hmm. second one is Dumpster Fire Hot Garbage. And that's what I heard. And, and what about I, that third one? I didn't like the third one either, but it was better than see? the second one. <laughs> and see, that upsets me so much because it's like, okay, this movie, I really liked it because, and I'll probably mention this a few times throughout the show, it's more than just a, it takes the haunted house, I love a haunted house movie, and it literally turns it on its head. You know yep. what I'm saying? 
Like it's way different from the conventional knocks and bumps in the night. And just to add found footage to that, which as I mentioned before, is one of my favorite genres. We got a bomb movie as far as AJ goes. And then it's like, cause you know, like y'all know, you watch enough horror movies, you're like, eh, okay, I saw this coming. I, that's not scary, blah, blah, blah. I was genuinely scared the first time I watched this movie. Yes, and especially I, okay, so I say this every time and I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna say it every time Survivors. I set myself up, Mel, I don't know if you're like this, but when I watch movies for the first time, at least, after that, I don't give a F how I watch it. But for the first time, I have to set myself up to watch the movie so I can like, I'm not trying to scare myself, but I have to just give myself the mood, you know? Yes. I watched this movie, it was dark. And I was just like, I don't know if I could do this because this clown. Yep. <laughs> is, <laughs> like yeah, Paul, like Paul talking about, I heard a noise after Randy done told y'all to stop doing this. Y'all still doing. Every time. Every Sarah, single time. Is that you? Sarah? Does that look like Sarah to you? No, it didn't. It did not. It did not look like that, bro. There were so many times. There were so many times. Well, before we get too far in it, I'm going to let Nay go ahead and handle her business. Tell us about the director and all of that. What's going on with this movie? So, this movie was directed by Stephen Cognetti. It was produced by Joe Dandelli and Matt DePaola. It was written by Stephen Cognetti. And then you have the cast members Ryan Jennifer, starring as Sarah Havel, Danny Bellini as Alex Taylor, Gore Abrams as Paul O'Keefe, Jared Hacker as Tony Prescott, Adam Snyder as Andrew McNamara, aka Mac, Alice Balki. We, we guess we sorry, girl. We tried. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she plays Diane Graves. And I just now hold up. There. Now, Bellini, that's a lit-ass last name. Who the F named they baby Gore? Can you imagine being a baby and your name is Gore? I'd be upset. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, you just got set up to be made fun of. Like, I just want to know, is it a nickname? If it's a nickname, then there's a story behind it, and I'm curious. But, you know, I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm, mm-mm. Well, y'all ready to bounce out to this cue line? Because I got a question that I'm just curious about. Okay, okay. <laughs> Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Because this here's a wild ride. Okay, survivors, this might be John A's show, but I'm taking over the queue line this week because I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Your girl loves a haunted house, right? I love going to haunted houses every freaking year. I don't care. I have to at least go to one. I don't care, okay? I want to ask you both, what are your haunted house non-negotiables? What's not up for debate? Or what do you have to have? Like, what's going on with you in a haunted house? I've been in all of two haunted houses, and I'm okay. good. <laughs> I am good. Okay, so let me, let me tell you my two experiences. The first experience, I was at Six Flags and I was a child, so I don't really have great memories of that because everything as a child scares you. The last one I went to, it was in Virginia Beach a couple of years ago at the inaugural Something in the Water Festival. So it was the last day of the festival. Everything was done. So we decided to go into this random haunted house that we saw on the strip. We go in there 
after I begged everybody to do it, what, this is me, you know me, Ashley. No, you didn't. Ashley, you know me. And that's what <laughs> I was about to say. No, you didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. And then we go in there and act like a little bitch. Okay? Wow. So we're walking through the hunt. First of all, nobody want to go first, right? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go first. So I'm walking Ooh. through. and You bold. Yes, I'm real bold. Because me, I'm the type to put my head down and just keep moving. But everybody behind me, oh my God, oh my God, stop. And then screaming and holding me back. I'm like, so why are you trying to keep us in here? Shouldn't you be trying to get out? <laughs> and I was getting pissed because I'm trying to get out and they trying to keep me in there. Oh, and then man. I threatened the cast people. It's not you threatened the actors, no. I did because the dude <laughs> kept coming for me, coming towards me. And I was like, listen, you got one more, one more step before I swing on your ass, so you better stay back. And he stopped. Oh, and when we got out, they were laughing. They was like, Johnny, I know you did not just threaten to do it. And I was like, I did, because I wasn't here for it. So me and Haunted House is, is, is not the way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> that's why you didn't pick, wait, did you pick the tour for the no. trip? Did you pick, that's what I. <laughs> no, I, okay, so I did, I did. Because out of all the other ones, I was like, okay, I'll do the tour. Because the tour sounds like it's like more so outside a walking tour. I don't think it's a haunted house, is it? I have no idea what it is. If it's I a haunted house, haunted I'm backing out. Tour. I just saw haunted and tour. Now the museum, the I'll do the museum because there is a museum, and I'm down for like haunted artifact artifacts and stuff. I find the, um, Lord, I forget the people who had Aaron the Conjuring. Those two, their little the haunted. Warren. Yes, the Warrens. I would do their museum, but Hell a haunted house. No. See, okay, I just wanna for the record. He was talking about this museum and the artifacts. Or maybe, no, it was Jennifer. Jennifer was talking to me, Lynn and Brittany on Clubhouse about that museum that you're talking about. Not the Warrens, but that other one that's in Vegas. And he was just like, no. Why do I want to go see Ted Bundy's blah, blah, blah? Like, I don't want to go see that. That's fascinating. I like true crime. Oh, hell the fucking no. (laughs) Oh, hell no. (laughs) I I like museums. Now, if we're talking, but see, museums are like kind of controlled environments. It's not like a haunted house with people jumping out out at you. It's like, okay, the things are concealed. You know, you look, don't touch. That's fine. But in a haunted house, it's unpredictable. And that doesn't sit right with me. Mm-mm. No, I feel like you still. You know what? I know you because you be holding on to stuff. So I'm gonna let you hold on to that, Miss Mel. What about you, girl? What's your non-negotiables when it comes to honey houses? What's your move? Yeah, so like, what? Like I grew up uh, in the South, right in North Carolina, and in Greensboro, where I went to college. Ooh, the, you went to NCAT? Nah, I went to UNCG. Okay. Um, but we all went to Woods of Terror. I've heard of that. So it's basically like a couple of miles. They build, there's like some structures out there, blah, 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 whatever. But the creepiest part is the road to get to the parking lot. Right. <laughs> because there oh, are actors no. out there. It's dark. There's no lights. It's a lot. Did they but have the chainsaws can, and stuff? Oh, they had everything. Mm. It was a lot. Because, but the only thing that I don't do are the, the, the medical thing with the strobe lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's always that, that no. Moment. Even in this movie, even in this movie, I was mm-hmm. like, y'all could have told me. I don't like strobe lights. They fuck me up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and I know I'm not like epileptic or anything. I don't think I said that right, but it's fine. Whatever. But I don't know. It's just something weird. Like something in my brain is just like, no, we don't like this. 
I can do everything else. I can do the chainsaws. I can do the clowns. I can do the freaks. I can do the dismembered, like, hanging feet. Can't do the strobe lights. Yeah. Well, this is mine. I don't care what we're doing in a haunted house. I'm down. Um, nine times out of ten, I might be the first one because normally they know the first one is about it and not in John A's case, but in most <laughs> cases, they're not going to mess with you because they know you the one that's probably the whoever's in the middle and all the way second to last. Them the, two, them the ones that's the most scared at most times, you know? So um, do not grab me. Yeah, I don't like unless, that either. Unless you're a small child, which not that's a small child. Because, you know, like, I mean, like, I'm not going to stunt. I think I went to my first haunted house. I know I was like seven. I know I was super young. And I think it was like at the Genesis Convention Center back in Gary, Indiana. So it was some weird. It wasn't like you no know, real scares. But, you know, you still going to jump if something pop out. You know, it's just a natural reaction with humans. So if you're a small child, and you know you jump on me or you know that's fine but if you've grown as hell do not grab me because nine times out of ten you're bigger than me because i'm smaller than everybody else usually so you're doing more harm <laughs> than anything else um the next thing definitely bring some type of fanny pack because my ass lost my car keys in the corn maze what? oh no oh, let me tell you i'm gonna make this real quick so we can go ahead Okay, so I used to work at a radio station, as I always say, and I got hooked up, or I hooked myself up, with some haunted house tickets. <laughs> and I took my niece and nephew, Kadara Nala. So at the time, I had this little RAV4, and I used to do this thing, and I had two keys. Now, um, at this point, I only had one key. <laughs> and that key was broken at the top, so it did not fit. It couldn't fit on the key ring. It was literally just a single ring. And we're at the honey house. I put the key, and you know how jeans have that one dumbass small pocket? Yeah, the pointless pocket. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, pointless pocket. Here's your time to shine. Let me put this key in this pointless pocket. It's small. It's going to fit. It's going to stay, right? We done messing around at this honey house. It was very fun. I think Hannah Hunter, Hannah Hunter Acres, shout out to y'all. We go back to the car. I pat myself down. There is no key. And we, I mean, like, there's no telling where the key fell out because we were all over the haunted house. It's dark. It's not like they can just look for one single key. Child. Okay. I'm about to tell y'all something on this podcast. I bet not. Don't judge me. I have to text my sneaky link to, um, that's how I'm here today. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that that is one for the book. Yeah, bring a fanny pack because you just you know stuff. Now like you that. know I'm good for fanny packs everywhere. As you can every see. yeah you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, you will be loving you a fanny pack. My favorite fanny pack is a 90s Jansport highlighter pink and yellow one. Now, a Jansport? Durable. I don't know if you youngins out there know about Jansport. Durable. Okay. But you will never, never, I ain't never seen a bad Jansport bag. Products. <laughs> the least of my life. Okay, I could probably still find a couple at my Nana's house. Yep. Love them things. Oh. Well. 
I think we need to take our little fanny packs and move right along because I'm ready to talk about this movie because I got shit to say. Y'all ready? <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. go. <laughs> happened that night at the Abaddon Hotel. What is that? It's everything. Sarah, have you watched those? No. So you have no idea what's on them. How beautiful is this? Hell House. Look, 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 there it is, there it is, there it is. There we go. What was that? I don't know. And you have heard the rumors about this. There are no what, rumors what, what, about this place. No rumors, we talked about this. It's supposed to be haunted. All right, dude, lock me in. Hold it. Godspeed. Hey, man, how many freaks did we have? It was when we started sleeping there that things started to change. Back. You hear that, right? I'm telling you, we have to call it off right now. We have no business being here. Alex is more confident than ever. I think we're next. about this trailer i actually liked the trailer this time only because it didn't give anything away but i liked it. i just wanted to know what the fuck was happening that's all i wanted to know and that's why i liked it. i hate watching a trailer and then i can like figure out what the plot is yes ma. yeah i'm gonna say ma every single time every single time we bring this up i just say ma and that i still haven't so watched bad. that movie you don't need to you really don't i love how <laughs> expensive, but like, yeah, i could have lived without that mm-hmm. like, like whenever we get to it whatever theme it follows in girl i'll let you have it you can have it like when my little brother tells me that a movie is bad i'm like okay oh, okay no. yeah <laughs> so let's get into this movie so the movie was definitely different for me because it was shot documentary style and i didn't know this going in so mm. i was a little confused at first yeah i try also not to i try it's with john Day, i have to figure out how i'm adjust these movies up for her some things i literally don't want her to know nothing about and some things i know i have to prep her for <laughs> Like, Raw, I couldn't prep her for Raw because I didn't know my damn self. I loved it. She hated it. I know. I was so <laughs> sad you didn't like it. I was listening to the episode. I was like, no. 
She was I like, no. wish I knew what was in it before I decided to eat while I was watching it. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was over here just chowing down on some popcorn like it was nothing. And then my stomach started hurting. Poor thing. I'm so sorry. But yeah, tell me more. Like when this was, I like I said, I saw this for the first time this year and it totally... It took me for a loop because I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, it's a documentary. And then, Mel, you probably seen this one. I was thinking of the Poughkeepsie tapes. And I was like, is this going to be like that? Like, yeah. What's happening here? I was, I went up because I was confused, right? Because when it first mm-hmm. started, I was like, is this a mockumentary? Is this a documentary? What's happening? <laughs> and so, I was like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. And then, because I, you, y'all know me, I looked it up, right? And I found all mm-hmm. these interviews with the director. Same. And so I, I found out that he originally wrote it narrative and was like, eh, I don't like it. And then went back to make it the, like, found footage style. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, in found footage movies, you never know who edited the thing. You never know right. where all this stuff came from. So that's why this is shot that way. Because he's like, he wanted to answer all of those questions as to where the footage came from. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's this weird mix of an actual documentary thing. Because even when you think about it, and we just reviewed this movie, so I hate to low-key renege. When you think about the Blair Witch Project, like how did they know to like cut those in that order? And right. put them together and splice them like that. Now, I mean, obviously you say it could have ran, but I feel like they said they found 11 tapes. So y'all just knew them 11 tapes went in that order? I don't know. Because I was thinking, like, old school cameras had timestamps on them. You're right. Okay, you're right. Never mind. So I take my argument back. So maybe I could save that for a different movie. We'll but see. I now I'm going to have to pay attention With Blair Rich, my... My always question was, who sat down and went through all this footage and pushed it together? Is there stuff taken out? Like, somebody's missing out this equation that we need to talk to that we're not asking these questions. So, I, I mean, and like, as a film editor, it just takes so much time. Like, who took the time out of their life to edit this together? I was just, I don't know. I don't know. But more than that, it's more so like, okay, so who took the tapes out of police custody? Like, who did they get released to? Right. And if it was the family, okay, then I'm guessing the family sold it. But who would want to sell their loved one's last moments? Right. Um, the Featherson and I can't remember Mika's family's name right now. Apparently, they sold that to Paramount. I'm lying. I'm lying. But that's how they dressed it up. <laughs> I believed that in the beginning when they said they like to thank the families of Katie and Mika. I was like, oh, shit. Damn. What the <laughs> Nay, I know you watched the original cut. Mel, have you seen both cuts? Or which I one have. did you watch this time? Okay. So Nay's only seen the original because she has not seen the director's cut. So for the director's cut, it kind of starts off different. Um, it starts with just a word from the director. And I didn't know if it was the actual director or was it Mitchell? So I actually, okay, so I did start the director's cut. Okay. But I stopped, I want to say, when they actually get to the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, okay, so you know how this goes, okay. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was from Mitchell. That's what I thought. Well, no, um, when he says this was the first cut of the film, how it was meant to be in the original was things that's taken out and things that was out of place and things like that. So that was Mitchell or the actual director? I thought it was the actual director. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the next time it comes back around, we know that that's Mitchell that, you know, from the director's standpoint, edited the videos and put them together. Oh, I don't know then. I gotta watch it again. Again, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I know what John Day's talking about. Because in the very beginning, it starts, and you literally hear the director's voice like over some pictures. I think and it's I was, the director, director, because the synopsis yeah, that's what I thought I too. On it, it said that this is, you know, the the actual director's cut, Steven. Because I thought it was the director based off of him saying this is how was it, how it was intended to be watched yeah. and that's why i was like mm, I i'm kind of disappointed I, to watch it I liked it being mitchell <laughs> <laughs> oh can you just imagine mitchell sitting there and editing he was like hmm i don't like the way diane did this so let's let me cut let this me do it again yeah like, oh that's sick yeah now that i'm looking at the synopsis again it says that it's the actual director director presenting his cut so it has eight additional minutes of footage his intro deleted scenes cast auditions a location yeah. scout of the hotel and outtakes and literally all of that is at the end and i didn't the first time i watched it i didn't know that until i was about to like when the movie ended i was wondering why tubi wasn't trying to impose another suggestion on me and i was like okay so i clicked the button and it was still time left i'm like is tubi messing up okay so i fast forward and then i seen all the extra scenes and i was like oh Okay, well, let me sit and watch this. Well, we can talk about that later. Hell is coming. Not hell is coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the way the movie starts out, like we've already said, is documentary style. And so you find out that this movie is a documentary regarding the events of a Halloween haunted house attraction gone wrong. There's a lot of back and forth like how documentaries go so you're getting news footage you're getting footage from diane and mitchell diane's the uh, documentary producer then mitchell is the documentary director then you're also getting um youtube footage from uh some youtuber for, well youtubers who attended to attraction yeah. then you also have interviews from uh eyewitnesses uh who are the other people a journalist and an author. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You say, you find out that it's October 8th, 2009 at an abandoned Ab Abaddon Hotel in Abaddon, New York. For me, and just like Mel said earlier, this opening scene hooked me. Because I was just like, okay, we're going into this haunted house. And me, always trying to jump the gun, I'm thinking like, is this about to be a movie where these people get trapped in this house and they mm -hmm. got to figure out a way to get out or something? You know, I'm already trying to size this movie up instead of just enjoying the dang thing. And when they start seeing stuff and they're like, okay, is that supposed to happen? Okay, this big-ass clown just brushed past me. Is this supposed to happen? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. I'm hearing screaming, but these screams don't sound like haunted house screams. These sound like something is fucking wrong like what's happening here but i love it i love it because we've all been in that moment right and i felt like we right. automatically connect to what was happening because we've all been in the line squished up in between people mm -hmm. trying to get through the ride and then when all hell breaks loose you just kind of sit there and you're like okay wait what where do i go what happens what do i do and then also a part of you wants to see what happens mm -mm. <laughs> Don't be calling me out. Right. That's why I'm like, don't be calling me out. Because as soon, even when they get to that little end part 
And how many times have you been, just like you said, to a house party anywhere where there's a stairs situation and you cannot move, especially in college with the house parties or whatever? Yeah, no, nah, I would have left. Where were you going to go? You were stuck. You were stuck. You might as well see what's happening. No, right. I would turn around and walk right back out. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. Mm-mm, I'm out. And I know, and I feel like, I feel like I would be that one because I always manage to just slide into places. I feel like I would be the one that wants to know what's going on and then quickly regret my decision because somehow, you know, everybody is getting out. Shit's getting knocked over and we still don't know what happened. Yeah. All we hear is screams and turmoil. That's it. Yeah, this whole opening of that YouTube video, I was confused. (laughs) I was so confused. I spent like the first half of this movie confused. (laughs) (laughs) Until Until they started, like the beginning scenes, I was so confused. Until they started like the whole crew footage, then I was like, okay, I'm not confused anymore. But like the beginning, I was so confused. It's like, what is happening? Even when you get the call, that 911 call from the lady and all you hear her say is like, into the wall. I'm like, what, what's in the wall? What are you talking about, into the wall? Oh, she said that they're pulling them into the wall. Still, what? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, because if I was a 911 operator, I'd be like, ma'am, it's, what, it's too early for the jokes. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Right, because that along with the YouTube video still, like John A. said, does not take us anywhere until we find out that journalist broke into the hotel. And even then, he was too scared to take pictures. He went, I wasn't going, first of all, first of all. I wouldn't have gone back in there anyway. Exactly. I don't care. Boy, you better go take a picture of a field or something. I don't know. Like, not that. And then his ass was scary anyway. So he didn't even go in the basement. He just stuck his camera down the steps. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't. Mel, you seen that movie Host? You know when the girl um, puts her camera on the selfie stick and sticks it up. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did that in my house one day. But it wasn't for like a scary thing. It was because I was trying to see what was in a crevice mm-hmm. and I stuck my camera up there and did it. Well, also, my boyfriend was on FaceTime. So he was like, stick your camera up there and I'll see. And then he started see, freaking out. In that case, <laughs> we call that resourceful. <laughs> right. Okay. In the case of this movie, you just, you just scary. <laughs> No, because I'm like, you shouldn't even went in there. Yeah, you shouldn't be in there at all. And then we find out also it's a whole gag order on this case, too. So you know some shit done went down. Yeah, how you said it's a a gag order? Really? Right. Really. (laughs) First of all, it was a severe malfunction, but no one knows what function. What malfunction? What malfunction? Then it's a gas leak. But then the photos, there's blood everywhere. So bloody handprints all around. I'm just like, okay, that's a yeah, yeah. Those are I don't know, Bugs Bunny smoke prints. You know, like in the cartoons when the cartoons get blown up, it like leaves their smoke outline. Yeah, that's a yeah. child trying to tell me this is okay. But also, can we talk about that journalist? No, the author, the oh. guy with the beard. Mm-hmm. He was <laughs> funny. His beard was bothering me. Not he was so animated. <laughs> It was bothering me every time he came on the screen. I was like, there is something about this beard and this facial hair that is not sitting right with me. Was it because it was salt and pepper? No, it was was not because it was salt and pepper. Because I like salt and pepper beards on some people. It was just maybe the hair and how it was laying. The style. And then his, like, matched up with his face. I don't know. But it just wasn't sitting right for me. 
Not bothering you. It was bothering me. <laughs> We're finally introduced to Sarah. Now, Sarah is supposedly the only surviving member of the Hell House crew. <laughs> exactly. She reached out to Diane to do an interview at a hotel near Abaddon. Apparently, she hadn't been heard from since the night in question. Amazing. It was too easy. You've been gone for five whole years <laughs> five years do you know how much five shit changes it's a long time but a lot changes in five years where were mm-hmm. you half a decade and you, and you literally look just like the photos and y'all know why you <laughs> shut up shut up five years baby no them two different people that girl looked just like photos no i'm not but lying I'm like conveniently you come out of whatever hole you've been hiding in literally say oh yes i can give you all the information you need if you just meet me at the hotel girl if you're gone somewhere go on and this is why like because you know how no black people were filmed in the production of this movie right and i'm just like y'all just be y'all just be naive what's happening very not even, and then, first of all, first of all, the thing that got me is not even five minutes, speaking of five years, not even five minutes into the interview, you pulled this whole bag filled with tapes out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get those from? What's happening? You just, you just, you, you watched all your friends get murdered and then you take all the tapes and then you run? I don't understand. But another thing I want to point out, and y'all know survivors, y'all know how it is at this point. It's free game. Whatever we say, we say. If it happened at the end of the movie, fuck it. It happened. Spoiler right. alert. They hint to her being dead twice yep. in this scene. And yep. I did not catch it till the second time I watched the movie. Actually, no, the first time I heard it, but I just wasn't, like, thinking twice about it. But I don't know. It's Diana Mitchell. And who's the other kid? I'm a name stickler, but it doesn't matter. The other kid is like, what if she's dead? And then he says again, well, she's probably dead or something somewhere. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Okay, um, so if you did, didn't watch the director's cut, that's not in there. That's not in there? No. The okay. part where it's like, what if she's dead? That's not in there. So you never, that whole setup scene. So I did see this part. So that whole setup scene where they're setting up for the interview, mm-hmm. you don't see that in the movie. In the movie, right. it just cuts to that black title card screen that tells you that, okay, we're finally meeting Sarah. She agreed to do the interview. And then it cuts to Sarah. So that whole interaction between the production crew, that doesn't happen. Oh, wow. Right. Now so I'm interested in seeing this other cut because I want to know how much was left out. And does it like, is it a different movie from what me and Mel saw? It's probably a different movie because they said that the way that it's like the director's cut is, it's the first cut all the way through of how it was originally supposed to be. So the scenes are probably in a different order. They are a little bit from what I can remember right now. And you're right. They make it so that that you think Sarah is alive until right. the very, very end. Yes. You don't find Ooh. out that Sarah's alive, I mean, dead until the end. So the only hint that I got watching the original version was that she said that she's been mostly with friends and family and that she's in a better place now. Most times, you know, when people die, like, they're in a better place. So that was right. really, like, your only hint that she was dead. Remember, Diana says something to them about make sure the lighting in the room is good. And when Diana's sitting there, we can see her entire face, like, just lit, right? But when Sarah sits in that same spot, 
her face is shadow, but it's in the same spot where her face was messed up at the end. Yeah, so yeah. that yeah, that's not you don't get that watching the original. Mm. So do they like you know Sarah's talking about she kept these tapes. She was the one to get to him first and never bothered to give them to the police. And you ain't watch them, girl. You think I'm finna watch them? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's the same. <laughs> no. No. And then, of course, this is where the actual found footage part of the movie starts. So you get the crew in their car ride up to Abaddon to set up the Haunted House attraction. And Paul is the main one that's recording throughout the movie. And this mm-hmm. is when you're introduced to everyone else. You have Paul, Mac, Alex, Tony, and Sarah. So Can they're I just in the- talk about how Mac is called Andrew in the credits? And they don't, not Nan one time called his boy Andrew. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that his name is Andrew McNamara, a.k.a. Mac. Yeah, I'm like, that really <laughs> ups, made me mad because the second time I knew what, you know, I knew what I was paying attention to. But um, the... It was one time, I, I think it was earlier, and I was trying to, like, take my notes. I'm like, what the fuck is Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> this house is down. First, first time out. Time to fuck out. How the hell Sarah ain't know the answer was Iron Legend? Do y'all know what I'm talking about when they had her guessing the movie? Yeah, because Sarah, please. I mean, do you have to really ask? Actually, she was acting off this entire movie, and I was just surprised nobody caught on to that before again, because I'm like, it's something wrong with this girl. And I knew she was going to be the one to get taken. Yeah. I, I pegged that from the beginning. When we were in yeah, the I was car, like, they gonna get I was like, you're going to die, girl. Because <laughs> it's always the women who get possessed. Yeah. Uh, not always. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, hmm. Is that true? Shining. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, thing. <laughs> but no, in this case, I was like, that man don't care about you. And you are here. All oh, man, you gonna die. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you all the ways Alex is shitty. First of all, when he bring them up in this house and they all like, um, we don't think this is a good idea because you said this was an abandoned house. This shit look condemned. Exactly. They're like, no, it's a haunted house. This is it's the, now I know I'm a Libra and I'm always yelling aesthetic, but baby. No, 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 no. Of course, they find a picture plate that looks like Sarah. Of course, it looks like Sarah. And then, of course, right. Then, of course, the walkie-talkie receiving a frequency up in the attic. I was like, okay. But we just getting a lot of setup. But then, I mean, basically, that's what they're doing. They're showing us how they're setting up the haunted house, but we're getting a lot of foreshadowing and set up for other things that's going to happen later but the one thing why did y'all not leave when y'all walked in that basement and saw all them damn pentagram well that one big ass pentagram and all them damn bibles man because i'd have been out boy <laughs> hello but i thought it was I okay found out, because i'd have come downstairs and i'd be like yo alex you you did this this is dope Oh, no, nah, man. They can't let it. All right, I'm out. I got to go. What? I wouldn't even say nothing. Because you know, ghosts don't let you leave and spears don't. I would have been like, oh, I'll be right back. Yep. You hear the car start up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and they were never seen from again. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bro, 
like, but then also, you kind of miss like when they're walking to the basement to meet up with the rest of the crew. The camera caught a hooded figure standing in the corner, Hell and yeah. it actually made sure to rewind to show you to show you that there was someone standing there. <laughs> just right. case you didn't see it, just case, because no, yeah, and that more? actually no. I was like, that actually tripped me out because I, I did see it and I was like, is that somebody standing in the corner? And then it rewind and I was like, oh, yes. okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Cool. And so I have watched this movie so many times that I imagine like what the, what that person was thinking to themselves in, the, in their head as these children basically stand around all these demonic things. And I just hear him being like, you idiots. <laughs> this is what you wanted. Like the end? Like I've seen the end, and this is you. You asked for it <laughs> because they, no, they did. Whew. And then Sarah was the only one when they were in the basement. She's the only one that had second thought, second thoughts about that hotel experience after she saw the pentagrams and the bibles and stuff. Because she was already getting touched. That's why the spirit was already working through her. That's what that was. And you know, was the only one to ask questions. First come the warning, it'd be that one person, just like um, Mia, not Mia. Yeah, just like Mia. She was like, you shouldn't have touched that thing. When Eric asked, brought that book upstairs, and you see what the fuck happened to them. Well, I guess Mia got out, but you see what happened to the rest of them. But that's the crazy thing in all these, these like possession found footage movies, right? Except for the ones with all women cast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's usually the one girl that's like, "Mm, I don't know about this. And then here comes like, the testosterone to be like, no, we got it. It's fine. And that's why I hated Alex throughout the whole movie. Fucking dickhead. You know my fucking nerves. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because then even like, after a few weeks, once they, once Tony gets the electric running, why does he have them stay there? And why did y'all agree to that shit? I would have bought my own hotel. If I actually wanted to stay to get the money, I would have booked my own hotel and been like, all right, y'all can stay there if y'all want to. Y'all done. No, because then they talk about, um, he's like, to get you guys motivated for the fun house because we don't want to repeat of what happens in Queens. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what happened in Queens. Why am I staying in a haunted house? First of all, right? When he said that, I was like, who the hell made a haunted house in Queens? No one is going to Queens. I'm not going out to Queens for that. That's why that failed. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, like y'all said, you can stay your crusty dick in here if you want to. (laughs) What I'm not going to do is that. But he, it kind of set them up, right? And that's why, like, because, like, Rockland County is Mm -hmm. 45 minutes away from the city. Right. By car. It's like two hours by train. So if they all lived in like Manhattan, mm-hmm. it would still take like I'm not coming back and forth for this. So he kind of put them into a situation where they didn't have any other option because they were all broke. I didn't even think about it like that. See? Dickhead. Yeah. Damn. Okay, I gotta say that Hell House hoodie hard though. And I would like one. Don't know if it's in the souvenir shop, but if it is, I would like one. <laughs> Oh, no, I would have bought all that merch. So they set up um, cameras all throughout the house. And this is what sets up the fact that they don't have eyes in the basement. So there's a blind spot in the basement. Apparently, the concrete's too thick and Tony can't figure out how to get the cameras down there. But he does come up with a good idea to put a security guard in the basement dressed like a clown. So there'll be eyes down there. Stupid. I'm just like, (laughs) first of all, okay, let's just, can we talk about security guards? 
Pol- I'm not. I'm, you know what? I'm leaving police out of the equation because some. No. Anyway, security guards. What do y'all be thinking when y'all be applying for these jobs? I just want to know, do y'all be thinking like at any moment shit can go left and you got to be the one? It's kind of like being the adult in the room with little kids and you got to be the one to kill the spider. Like, are you ready for shit to go down? Because I am not. I'm not killing the spider. I don't know if I can be a bouncer. First of all, I'm too small. But no. But like, enough. But that, but okay, I hear you and I agree. But also, I feel like in this, like my man's because he was a big dude right yeah. and I felt like he thought maybe somebody would try to get a little grabby grabby you know take a photo I didn't right. think he was prepared <laughs> oh, yeah, you, this is fair <laughs> but I'm saying like that's all the way left <laughs> I guess that's as left as it can go because what would you even do I think he had the right mindset I mean, he was gone y'all I have never seen somebody run that fast he I'm ain't said nothing. Like, he not that girl finger. right there. Like, he was out. Like, the oh girl was God. like, that's supposed to happen? No. Nope. <laughs> he said, I'm gone, boo. You, I'm sorry. Like, oh, my goodness. Poor thing. And the scene that comes up with Paul helping um, Tony with that prop. And then after, first of all, first, okay, this scene tricked me out. Because I was trying to figure out, when Paul sits down the camera, right? You already know a scare is coming. You just don't know where the scare is. Mm-hmm. So um, Paul's helping Tony. They hang up the little prop. And Tony's like, go get Alex so he can see. And Paul leaves past the camera. So back out in front. I want to say uh, as soon as this happens, like the door opens that's behind them. And as soon as Tony notices it, it slams shut which will be a thing in this um, movie, Door Slam, a lot. So I just want to point out that that is not in the original. It's not? No okay, medium. okay, I'm going I'm to finish this scene, and then you tell me how it is in the original, because I want to know. Okay. So after, after the door shuts, when Tony notices, something walks past the front of the camera and makes the prop swing. Tony turns around, notices that, and thinks, you know, he's like, okay, is Paul fucking with me? Like, you know. Then all of a sudden, you see these Scooby-Doo eyes in that door that's behind yep. him, and it just shuts. So you ain't see all three of them Scooby-Doo eyes. Like, Glowing so in the dark. I like it, yes. I was like, oh, hell no, no. Mm-mm. So in the original, it doesn't have any of that. So you get Tony setting up the props, and he's like, okay, Paul, help me. Paul's like, no, because uh, Alex wants everything recorded. So then right. that's when you find out, okay, the heads don't move. Nothing moves because Alex uh-huh. didn't want to spend any money on moving props. And then it kind of just like goes to the next scene and Paul's playing wow. with the dummy named Hector. Because I think the, the director's cut made Paul who Paul was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like in the original, Paul was just kind of like, like a wannabe shaggy you know what i mean he was just kind of there and then he got got and then he was just gone but in the director's cut you realize that paul was a little bit more had a little bit more depth (laughs) yeah because in the original paul was like no depth at all he was just a perv that was recording everything so did they get him the deep cut confessionals like in this next scene did he have those in the original yes but i don't know if they were long or short or whatever Okay, so in our version, he just lets us know that it's been three weeks, so I guess it's like mid-September, and while he's talking, a figure appears in the back, 
Yes. And it's just standing there. And he's like, Sarah? I'm yes. like, does that look like Sarah to you? Right. <laughs> Yo, I was like, first of all, why the hell would Sarah come down here for you? She wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. In his wildest dreams, apparently that must be a thing because he just got finished saying that Eric don't like Sharon. Not Eric, Alex. I don't know where Alex, Eric from. Yeah. yeah, Alex don't like Sharon, if you know what I mean. Sir, what? And then he goes on to creepily uh, record her the next morning in her underwear. Okay, now, yeah. now. Yes. Creep, yes. Now. Okay, so I'm not standing whole... up for the creeps at all. I'm not, I'm not. But I'm just saying, if, if, and I've been the situation being a girl in a dorm full of boys, and if I'm there, the door is going to be closed at all times. Like... Especially if you know you're about to be sitting there with your ass out, close the door. And it's not like the door is like cracked from coming back with the rag cracked. No, yeah. It no, open. it's opened. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. With the rag. Why is this woman out here with a bunch of men who don't care about her? Exactly. I don't understand. I don't she's mean. like, she's like, she being one of them dumb loyal girls, she think that this haunted house thing gonna have a come up. She's going to reap that money later when it blow up. That's what she thinks. So if I just stick this out, maybe this will be the hunt house that pop up and we get rich and I'm going to be that loyal bitch. And get well, it my... popped up all right. Oh, it did. Oh, my gosh. So now we're introduced to three more people who are supposed to be the new actors. You have Joey, Sam, and Melissa. So after you're introduced to them, it cuts back to the journalist telling about um well the one who took all the creepy pictures mm-hmm. he's telling a story about the first responders and one of the first right. responders told him that when he got in the house he came across one of the bodies of the hell house members and their throat had been cut and it looked self-inflicted then you also found out that joey hanged himself nine days after the incident and then before that the authorities tried to talk to him but he refused to talk about it i could just only imagine the survivor's remorse when you, once you find out what happened it's like dang would you I don't think he killed himself. I put it in my head that them little hooded people found him and killed him and stole his soul. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. I didn't even think of that. And I totally agree. That's probably what happened. Damn. I want to see that. Where's that scene? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> can you just imagine? Because, look, can you just imagine? Um, Mel, have you seen the short that Lights Out is based off of? No. No, 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 no. In the short, it's not Diana yet. But I'll send it to you. I'll show it to you. But what I was getting to is, can you just imagine being Joey and you minding your business? Or I don't know how this guy was feeling. He could have been feeling like homeboy from Final Destination 4 that was trying to like off himself before his time, the black character. And I'm so sad. I can't remember his name right now. It's disrespectful of me. But whatever. And these hooded figures just pop up in your place. I'd be like, oh, this is some shit. I'd be so upset. Yeah. George Lanter? From Final Destination? Destination. Yeah. Yeah. I think I stopped at maybe three. Uh, You've had to have seen three. Three was like, three is another House of Wax movie to us. You had to have seen three. Homegirl from Instant Star was in there. You know you've seen it. Oh, uh, ain't her name Alex? Alex Johnson? Alexa Johnson? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've seen that one. So yeah, I stopped at three. 
And then I little, didn't uh, see four. Ryan Merriman, he up in there. Luck of the Irish. Yeah, you seen. So I was about to say Luck of the Irish. It's <laughs> like he was in everything. I think they was trying to make him like a little heartthrob, and I'm like, baby, no. he didn't have the haircut. Dry. <laughs> Josh Hartnett didn't either, but he made that work for himself. Yeah, that's true. He said, "Y'all are not touching my hair. I'm leaving it like this with these little wispy wisp." Now roll the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped that. You, you, you already know. I get to maybe like three or four movies in the franchise. Mel John A hates franchises. It you in the wrong genre right now. What do you mean? It That's what I told her. I told her I was like, "Oh, girl, you gonna be sick." Because I said, "Well, on our show, we'll never like do anything like you know consecutively. So we'll never just cover an entire series because I'll shoot my brains out." Yeah, but I'm like, girl, when we get to like the Jasons, that's what I was about to say. When y'all talk about when, when you talk about Jason X, call me. Yes, I'm like, oh, girl, I, we we got you. But like, I'm like, when we get to those movies, you like your brain is gonna it, no. Up. But see, it depends. Like, I'm okay with screen franchise. I'm okay with some franchises, but others, I'm like, can y'all stop already? No, they'll never stop. Oh my it's god, will stop. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, if Robert England is serious and he put that glove on one more time you better bet my ass won't be in that seat same thing with conjuring i like the conjuring series i love conjuring that's my movies are you excited for the new one yes me and my brother are ready it looked good i saw the trailer i was like "Ooh, okay, okay. i love the warrens they're great now i do want to see this but I need to see it because I watched the trailer and I'm a little mad I watched it because some of them scares, I probably wanted to wait for the movie to see them, but it's fine. Yeah, but I'm still gonna watch it. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure knowing them, they probably edit it differently too, knowing them. They always be trying to do that. Yeah. Misdirection. Mm-hmm. At least I hope. I don't know. I mean, but they they're that's not a disappointing series all in all. No, no, I like it. The disappointment comes in the nun. That was disappointing. I heard Miss Aronia was bad too. I don't know. I watched the nun and I was like, okay, that's it. The the Spanish joint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't good. Every every Latin Hispanic person I know that like grew up with that like nightmare horror story was like, What the hell is this? Mm-mm. Probably can't even use that to threaten y'all kids no more. They messed up the money. Yeah. <laughs> It was bad. But yeah, I agree. The Nun wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And then, like, I have my own issues with Annabelle. See, I didn't. I never watched Annabelle. I think I only watched the first one and comes home. I think that's it. I you might know, not there's something up that. with me and dolls. I don't know, me and dolls. Girl, I can't wait to fuck you up with the toy box terror thing <laughs> that we're doing in season two. I ain't put it in a month yet, but I know we doing it because... <laughs> I love, if there's one thing about me, I'm just like Jared. I love a doll. It's Give clowns and dolls. Doll. That's what I was about to say. Jared's going to be like, you know, betrayal for me talking shit about Annabelle, but <laughs> I have my issues. <laughs> I can imagine that, first of all, I love, and we're going to get back to Hill House, but y'all sound effects be funny as hell. That's all Jared. That's all Jared. <laughs> Sometimes, because I'll listen to it and I'll be like, "Where the hell did you even think to find this?" I love it. I love that. I can't wait to see what y'all next season look like because I already know. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> you know who not about to get a next season? Um, Miss Melissa sitting. Oh, first of all, first of all, 
why did they have her sitting on this couch like this? And it probably was Paul because he was making it creepy. But I'm like... Casting couch. Yes. I'm like, oh, is no. this the casting couch? <laughs> <laughs> but she she was feeling that too because Paul was being so creepy. I'm like, Paul. And then, first of all, you're being so intrusive. And then you're going to ask her how old she is. But that is like douchebag 101. I told you, he just is a fucking creep. Perf. Yeah, but this is also the part where, you know, Melissa herself, she kind of F up the money a little bit because she puts it out there, like, what happened in the house. Because apparently Alex had been keeping it a secret. But she was so casual. But you're like, yeah, like, people died here. What do you mean? (laughs) Right. No. Let me tell you in detail. Yeah, no, this is not. These are just rumors. Get out of here, Paul. And then, I, and then she was like, no, no, like, that happened. Right. <laughs> and this Alex is when, was probably in his head like, bitch. <laughs> See, this is when I realized that I couldn't work with Alex. He's sketchy, can't be trusted. He knows the history. And he just didn't want them to back out. Idiot. Right. Because I, you know what? Now that we're discussing it, like, I ain't watched the movie a couple times. I like it more because you're really like, okay, well, what happened? And then they literally tell you in the next scene in the documentary style what happens. Yep. So Andrew Andrew Tully built the hotel in the town based on its name, Abaddon. So apparently Abaddon is the name of a demon that guards the gateway to hell. And in this so-called hotel, the ghost, not the ghost, Lord, the guests disappeared. And so they were unexplainable, but Tully was questioned multiple times and nothing ever stuck because he was able to make it look like they actually left and they didn't disappear while they were there. But of course, this didn't matter. Business eventually declined and then he hanged himself a few months later. You remember that scene in All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh my gosh, please don't traumatize me right now because I don't ask me why, but I recently watched that movie and I didn't realize how trauma, we really saw Charlie B. Barkin get hit. Well, we didn't see him. But that dog died in our face. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember in Aladdin when Jafar was like, make me a genie, and then he got like sucked up into the into the into the lamp? Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like that's what happened, but instead of got sucked up into a lamp. He was hung. Sucked in the hell. Right. Because, like, the demon's <laughs> like, yo, bro, you promised us, like, four souls a month. <laughs> What's good? He's like, yo, bro, like, this Can is you crazy. imagine? Can you? you this that is, actually, um, yeah, that, that seems legit. This sound like the hills have eyes when Ruby came to bring that harbinger, that bag of goodies. Like, I, bitch, you bring that people, <laughs> you keep bringing these goods. Like, Oh no! Oh no! So shoot, that's how it happened in Supernatural all the time. You make deals with the demons, and then you don't hold up your end of the bargain. Okay, life snatched. Right. I feel like that's how it happened. Why do they be so petty? Y'all act like y'all can't put us on IOU. No, no, no Capricorn. Excuse me. You said <laughs> you actually, you know, you're right. You're right because Paranormal Activity. Soon as Hunter came out, they was on it. They ain't forget. And then not only that, you gotta also, I've. Um, from watching a lot of different things, you gotta act. The people are supposed to be careful when they make these so-called deals because they are wordsmiths, and you'll end up like okay. So if you ever watch any like oh, movies with witches and shows with witches, they mm-hmm. always saying that there's a loophole. 
you got to be careful with your words, especially like with vampire diaries. It's like there's always a loophole. So Mm -hmm. you actually got to be careful in these deals that you make because they're master wordsmiths. And then you think you're saying one thing and they're agreeing to one thing, but there's a loophole. So. Yep. Yep. He probably failed. And that loophole (laughs) went right around his neck. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of necks, um, the clowns are here. The problem is they head, they don't move. So it makes them actually look cheap because they really look good. But I guess since their heads don't move, you know, Alex ain't too happy about that. Well, I mean, he's the one who didn't pay for, for anything. animated props. For anything. That man paid for nothing. Um, I mean, technically at the end, he paid a little zoom zoom, but... And then, of course, Paul wants Melissa Topless. Of course he does. Of course he does. Because he's a creeper. But (laughs) then, of course, Paul hears a noise and goes to check it out. And like I said earlier, Randy told y'all to stop doing that shit and y'all do it. Y'all just, I feel like nobody listened to Randy. Nobody listened. Okay, so in the director's cut, when he heard that noise that night, he actually went to go investigate? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the original, he doesn't. Yeah, in the original, he doesn't. Oh, no. Which is So he just... He just says he hears a noise and then it cuts to the leaky roofs. Yeah. So like, he's like, they oh, hear a noise and then they talk about it a little bit, but then that was the end of it. It just cuts to the next day when they're setting up. It's just such a waste. It, that's no. such a good scene. Cause I noticed, cause okay. I was like, okay, you go check it out, but he's smart. Cause he does wake up everybody. So he's not by himself, but Sarah's not there. And I peeped that. I'm like, okay, so either she's still asleep. Or she's been possessed already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some, yeah. So yeah, that's not in there. But what is in there is uh, Joey and his weird eye thing. Ayo, oh, I don't like yeah. people that can do this, and that like he does that in real life. Like, yep. why? How? Do, first of all, how do you even find out you could do that? <laughs> like, what possessed you to just one day take your thumb and your index finger? Put it to your eye and just see what would happen. Like, what? Okay. Where'd you find this guy? The gas station. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know if he works there. This could have been the serial killer. And then what if, and then I was thinking that. I was like, so is he the killer? Like, is is that what it is? Nah. He ended up dead. So he not the killer. Baby, he ran out. And then ended up dead. (laughs) Yo, that man ran so so fast. so fast. <laughs> so now Paul is walking around the house looking for Tony. And he gets to the top of the basement stairs and there's that ugly ass clown standing there looking down the stairs. So yeah, Tony no. takes the camera to look down the steps and when he brings the camera back up to look at the clown, the head of the clown is facing him. So he yeah, freaks no. out and was like, oh, Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny story. He goes back to the room that Mac was in and he that Tony's talking to Max and now he freaks the fuck out runs back to see if the clown was still there but the clown's not there anymore so then he runs down the steps to go look in the basement and the clown is back in position with the rest of the clowns so now he's freaking the fuck out and it's like like y'all set this let up me tell you y'all doing. let me tell you something Paul you a bold mf'er to go all the way downstairs alone exactly because okay. see one thing about me baby I don't do ba- I don't do dark basements I don't care how much of a horror fan I am. I don't care how many horror movies I watch. You will never catch Ashley walk in a dark room. Do you Period. Know, I have a giant flashlight in my home 
because I told myself I would never be that person with a tiny flashlight in a dark room. See, you lantern. You smart. <laughs> lantern, big floodlight, the whole thing. I need, like, 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 oh, I need to get like y'all. I need to get like y'all because I have to admit that I'm the one that's using my iPhone light and it's probably not a smart mm-hmm. idea. I got the lantern and I got headlamps. I got three headlamps. And those are the like the real industrial headlights, yep. headlamps too. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Because like, I'm going to tell you now, Paul was not the only one freaking out. I was dead when I saw that clown. At the bottom. I was too. This is a big ass clown. Like, how the fuck we don't hear this thing moving? And it's no, I don't know. And then I don't know if it was making because at this point I saw. Um, and actually, I can't think of dates right now. I saw Art the Clown, both of his movies, before I seen this movie. So that's all I was thinking. Like, this is his fat cousin. <laughs> <laughs> this is fat cousin sketch, and I'm just like, I don't like him. <laughs> Well, nobody did. And then you're right. Like, the fact that he went all the way back down there. I don't like, bro. Just leave it. It touched it. Like, tap the head. I'm, first of all, it's one thing if you think you about to catch me in the basement. But for me to go in the basement, walk up on the clown and just smack it, what if that bitch just grabbed you? And you know. <laughs> that would have been a good movie. Even, even, and y'all can, okay, look, on this podcast, I don't care. Because y'all, none of y'all going to say it to my face, Okay especially because of COVID, six feet dusties. <laughs> when I ever come back upstairs, I run upstairs. I don't walk. And so when he came back up the stairs, I thought something was going to yank him down the stairs. Mm. No, I don't do that. Anytime I go into a dark basement, I have to have a light. Soon as I flip the switch from the basement and the light goes off, I run because you have 0.5 seconds before the demons come get you. I don't know if y'all know that out there, but no. Mm-mm. How did you get to point five? <laughs> I don't know. That's just how much time you have. I'm telling you, Sue, if you're at the bottom of the stairs and your destination is the top, but you have to turn the lights off before you, bitch, you better get to fucking stepping because I'm telling you, something is going to grab them little piggies and you're going to be pissed. Now, if it happened, don't say I didn't warn you. Oh, I guess you won't be able to because you'll be with the little demon daddies, huh? <laughs> oh my so Paul shows this footage to the crew, right? And of course they don't believe him. And they think that he set this up somehow. And that was so fucked. I would, I would smack all of y'all. I would fight every single one of y'all. How did I, how? There was the nobody head, in the house. They don't move. But yes, there was nobody in the house except Mac, Tony, and Paul. Yeah, because Alex and Sarah went into the town, and hell, if so them two was right there. He set it up somehow, somehow, but Paul, you knew that you weren't there. And Tony, you knew that you had nothing to do with it, so. Everybody fake. <laughs> then he tried to play him talking about some, okay, Romero, no, bitch, this is real life. And then when they went to go set up for their commercial, I'm just trying to Not trying to shoot. Commercial. You know what it, it was? was? White mediocrity getting them through. And then he literally says that he was like, because I know the haunted house is so want to be so good, I kind of want our commercial to be kind of eh. Let us try to do that. People gonna be like, what the fuck? We gonna end up on shade room exactly. getting talked about. Exactly. Ever seen that um, Jones barbecue and foot massage commercial? Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I'm pretty sure they went in there with good intent. But when we seen that big, oh, I can't even rem remember what Sesame Street characters. I think it was Big Bird and Elmo. I might be wrong, but hell no. It's his voice that be cracking me up. But <laughs> go ahead, Nay. I'm sorry. I would say so now it's September 26th and Paul and Tony are setting up one of the hallways with the dummies and the strobe lights. So in order to set this up, Tony locks Paul in with the three dummies. Tony cuts the lights and then cues the strobe lights, which ugh, hate strobe lights. And then while the strobe lights are going, a fourth figure appears. So now Paul is freaking the, freak, the freak in the fuck out and he wants to get let out the room. And then as soon as he gets out the room, he throws up. And apparently that throw up was real and it was not staged. Oh, damn. He strobe lights. Strobe oh, that's probably what it was. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> the strobe I didn't even think of that. Damn. And so now Paul is really freaking out after the fact and outside about to cuss out Alex. And Alex is doubling down on the fact that there's nothing wrong with the house and that it's Paul's own fault that he's scared. And I just want to punch Alex in the throat. Don't scare the actors. Don't want you to scare the actors. I'm like, you are selfish. Like, you not asking him, is he okay? Everybody else just being loyal. Sarah's the girlfriend, of course. Like I said, you know, she looking for a come up. And then Tony and Paul, they the first hire. So you know how that... But then Mac is also his best friend. So, of course, he loyal. Eh, loyalty is arbitrary in this little group of friends. Exactly. So, Paul wakes up in the middle of the night because he hears something. He goes out in the hallway and sees the clown standing on the steps. Fuck that. So now Mac thinks that Paul is fucking with him. So they go and move the clown back. Well, they go to move the clown back to the basement. But Hell in the no. process, they see St Sarah standing in the corner. So they like lean the, uh, the clown up against the wall to go get her. And she's saying shit that they don't understand. And they're like, okay, wake up, snap the fuck out of it. And she snaps out of it and is like sad and hysterical or whatever. But when they turn around, the clown is gone. I, first of all, <laughs> it was cracking me up because they didn't do anything but just play whatever she was saying in reverse. And you can like literally hear it. That is just in reverse. <laughs> I'm like, y'all wasn't going to chop the end of her words or nothing. Like just play the check backwards. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. Yep. So what she was saying in reverse was when I got to the front door, the police were arriving. What the fuck? Are you I kidding me? Find that out. Johnny, did you rewind it and listen to it? No, I did not rewind it and listen to it. How did you find that out? The internet. Oh, word. I didn't even <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I ain't dare know that. That's creepy. Yeah. So she was standing there facing the wall, saying backwards when I got to the front door, the police were arriving. Oh, hell no. Bitch, no. No. But I wouldn't have went to go look for that clown. That pissed me off. So they go look for the fucking clown. They reach the dining room. And as soon as they reach the dining room, a clock strikes whatever the time is. And they see that there's candles lit. So they freak out and they run back in the opposite direction. But now the clown is standing at the end of the hallway. And they well, freak yeah, out because that more. whole room wasn't set up at first. It was fucked yep. up. Yep. And, and then the they peep around the corner and it's all ready to go for their reservation that nobody made. I'm getting the fuck out too. <laughs> Not the reservation that nobody made. <laughs> No, thank you. Well, no, I'm gonna tell y'all now. As soon as I saw Homegirl in the corner, I'd have left. Y'all got it. If yeah. I hadn't left yet, I'm leaving now. Because <laughs> when bitches start talking to themselves, I gotta go. Because, yeah. Well, and then I'm like, go get her boyfriend. No, nope, well, screw that. I gotta well, go. <laughs> apparently, that didn't really matter. 
to nobody because it didn't matter to Sarah and it didn't matter to Alice because she fucking didn't leave. The next day, she's outside getting hugged on by Alice. He's comforting her, but they still didn't leave. What's, okay, I was trying to figure out if that was Alex or not. I wasn't sure. I didn't because, you know, Paul is like deep in the cut. And I was yeah. like, hmm, somebody cheating on somebody here, but you right no, here. I'm, I was curious. I was, you know me, I'm a messy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's three days until opening and Paul is over all of this shit. He's telling you, this is like his little midnight confessional. And he's saying that Sarah don't look good anymore. Of course not. She's possessed. And he cuts the camera off to go to sleep, but he wakes back up, cuts the camera back on, and now someone is sitting in the room on the floor. Hell no. Instead of getting the fuck like any normal sane person, he hides under the covers like a dumbass. Actually, I think I would do that too because she's where you gonna go? Right? Where you gonna go? I would love. Where you gonna go? I don't care. I'm getting the fuck out of there. I wasn't mad at him getting under the covers. I wasn't because mad either. I'm if I can't see it, it ain't there. And well, I would have stayed matter. there. That That's not he was peeking. Who told you to peek? Yeah, I wouldn't have peeked. I'd have just sat there. I, I probably would have sat there and started screaming. Just screaming my head off. And if the shit attacked me, then you know what? I ain't see it. And I guess we cool at that point. Because it's happening. Cause no. Well. And then who? Wait a minute. Rewind really quick. Whose journal was that that Paul found before this happened that was filled? I think it was the woman's. It was Sarah's? No, no, no. The woman who was in his room. Okay, so here's the thing. There's that's not in the original. He doesn't find anybody's journal. What? Okay, oh. so right before right before he gives his little Paul confessions, that's what I'm gonna call that segment when he be in his room with the real light. Right before that happened. After he tapes uh, Sarah hugging Alice from afar, you see Paul go up in their room where they was on the bed, you know, her booty cheeks out, and he picks up this journal. It's kind of like, you haven't seen Hereditary yet, but, oh, well, Mill, you've seen the scene, you know what it looked like. It's like yeah. Charlie's little uh, yeah. book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's filled all the way through the end. And I said, what in the Negronomicon is this? <laughs> Yeah, so like it's literally just demonic drawings from John A. And I mean from the very front of the book to the end. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, so in the original, it just cuts from them outside embracing each other to him doing his nightly confessional. Oh no, damn. I want to watch this other version. I just want to see how much that got cheated because sheesh. I mean, there was eight deleted scenes. So, (laughs) so uh, he gets got. And now he's missing. Once and nobody key, gave a fuck. Nobody cared. Which is wild key, to me. I was trying to figure out who was going to be our cameraman because I had kind of gotten used to Paul. Yeah. Yeah, I got used to Paul. And now Paul we got Tommy. Dick, but I grew accustomed to his face. Or lack of face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad that nobody cared that he was gone except for Tony. And Mac was like, so what? Good riddance. But this is when Alex calls him and there's that paranormal scream that comes from the phone. Alex drops the phone and walks off. And then Mac goes after him. Which is wild. Because, like, I say this shit all the time that I don't do the Scooby-Doo shit, right? We're not just going to split up. (laughs) And then I'm just be like, all right, I'll see you later. And I don't care who you are as a person. 
I don't care what dumb shit you said to me yesterday. If we are friends, <laughs> where did you go? What's happening? I'm, wait a minute. Pause off everything. Cancel the show. We have to go find Paul right now. Right. They didn't He's care. Like, nope. It was they like they so try to. They well, I guess it's Alex. Really, he's like he does this all the time. Remember four years ago, and and what y'all in a new city? Don't be like that. That's why you see. That's why you don't hang with them because they will leave you in a hot second. Okay, mm-hmm. they do not care. Which is crazy to me. That's crazy. We came here together. So what if I left four years ago? Guess what happened? You found me with old bitty, and you got mad at me, and then we got it together. It was fine. Just come find me. <laughs> right. Okay. They just was not phased by that screaming on the phone. I just still couldn't get over it. I'm like, y'all didn't think that was weird? Okay. All right. Y'all must have thought this piano playing was weird, though. Now I know y'all want to check it out. Go ahead. Yeah, now they got Tony as the cameraman. He's the new kid. He's the new Paul. So him and Matt go investigate. And there's no one at the piano but Hector. But then while they're in the room, the piano plays on its own. And then they start hearing screaming. So they go to continue. They continue to investigate and end up in the basement. So while they're investigating, Tony sees the clown's heads move for the first time. All three of them at the same time. So at this point, Mac is checking the walk-in fridge. So he freaks out. Tony freaks out. And they both hide in the walk-in fridge. So Mac is like, yo, I don't believe in ghosts. So let's go. And we're just going to go back upstairs. So when they go out the walk-in fridge, of course, the clown heads are back in their original position. But now Paul is sitting against the wall in a catatonic His dirty feet. <laughs> His feet was so dirty. I'm sorry. I know he that's had on not socks important. This time. They was dirty. <laughs> At least he had on socks and he wasn't barefoot. That's, that'd that's, been, that'd it'd been more surprised. realistic if he was barefoot. Them feet was dirty. Can <laughs> we talk about how petty this ghost was playing his piano? Like, literally, as soon as they got to the room, right before it does a little with the keys, and they ran up in there. I said, it, as soon as I ran up in there and see nobody's on the piano, I would have ran out. And they still thought it was Paul. And how? <laughs> how? How was... Okay. So the next day, Tony is back in the basement and he's trying to turn the heads of the clowns, but they don't turn. So he's freaked out and he's like, how the fuck did the head turn, but it doesn't turn? And Alex is like, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. What? All of them is dumb because one, I'm not going back in this basement. (laughs) Every time we come down here, some shit happens. Something happens. I don't want to do this no more. I just, that just defeats logic to me because it's like, we keep telling you that the heads are fucking turning. You've seen the heads turn before, but now everyone has at least tried to turn the fucking heads twice. Well, actually more than once and the heads don't turn. So you're just sitting here, just going to accept the fact that you don't know how the heads turn and just keep going. Do you really care about the money that bad? But what made me upset about that whole situation is that y'all want, like nobody believed the best in Paul at all. Uh Y'all were so gung-ho to be like, oh, he's just being a dick. He did this. Let me prove it. That you couldn't see past your own face and be like, something else is happening. Like, my man is not speaking. <laughs> and exactly. you still think he is fucking with y'all. Like, literally, it's just catatonic. And even Tony even calls out Mac. Because he was like, dude, you was in the basement when it happened. The whole time you, well, he didn't see, but I'm like, you was right there. So you, you know, your ass was scared too. Right. Well, Tony got pissed and he quit. As he should. And first of all, he pissed me off. Cause yes. Cause he did. 
<laughs> I'm like, boy, you should have left. Have you ever done that? Like somebody talked to you into something? You're like, no, see, I should have left. <laughs> yeah, I should have left when I wanted to leave. And yet, here I am. It so, was the Greenfield scene for me. That's what it was. That scene <laughs> took me out. I don't know why that scene was hilarious. I guess because it's so different from the rest. I was like, I'm thinking Tubi showing me ads. I'm like, I'm about to see an ad from Morena <laughs> or something. Like, what's happening? No, they're just frolicking through the fields. Basically. <laughs> so now we're in the field, and apparently Mac told Tony some groundbreaking information that us viewers aren't privy to. Right. So Alex? Alex. Oh, yeah, it was Mac. You're right. Yeah. So Alex had been hiding some info, and apparently, whatever is in this info that we don't know about, he screwed them. So now Tony can't leave and decides to stay. And apparently, no one else knows this info but Mac, Tony, and Alex. But there's more that Alex is hiding from Mac. Told you his ass was sketchy and couldn't be trusted. So here's my problem with Mac. How you let yourself get roped into a lie? Because that's his best friend and he trusted him. I don't love nobody that much. I'm not going to say okay. lie to a group of people and be like, oh, yeah, I know we're broke. But we're going to talk to you like we're not broke. So y'all keep working. That's messed up. That's manipulative. And you're taking advantage of people. Now, you know what I thought about? I want to ask if this scene was in your cut. A little bit earlier, it's fine, no one cares. A little bit earlier, they talk about um, the Google photo thing. Was that in your cut? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So there's a scene that happens a little bit earlier after they uh, shoot that little ghetto commercial, whatever. The Hell House banner is going up, right? And in the documentary, it mentions a photograph. According to Google Street View, you can see Alex on the second floor, right? So since the incident happened, they like, okay, you know, it's a little insensitive. Let's take the picture down. Every time Google tried to redo it, from every angle they took it from, he was always still up there. Oh, yeah, that was definitely not in the original. Oh, they was fucking y'all over. I don't like the original. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it's like, um, it's literally, okay, so you know how you get on Google, you be looking up stuff. She's literally just standing on the top of the thing next to the uh, band. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Wow. But now we're back when um now we're back to the part where the YouTuber is talking about approaching the basement and how everybody was trying to get out. And you know, for some reason, until the second time I watched it, I didn't realize that's who we was talking to this whole time. Until this part. Really? Yeah, I think that she was talking about, because I didn't realize it either. I'm like, that's her from the YouTube video? But yeah, that was her I YouTube I mean, it's five video. years later. Yeah. Well, see, that was a little good progression. She probably had a little haircut. Like, Sarah literally looked the same. Y'all should have knew. <laughs> so, in the interview, so now Diane is back talking to Sarah again. And she pissed me off because they were asking her, why didn't you leave? And she was like, well, Alex wasn't going to leave the house. So what was I supposed to do? Bitch, what? Leave. <laughs> Duh. I would have left him there and wished for the best. My well-being is more important. You know, they yeah. I told you she was looking for a come up. Girl. She was like, this is the honey house that's going to do it. Mm-mm. And it did. <laughs> but also not... Um, 
Alex, the night when it was opening, opening night, not Alex lying to everybody talking about Paul's just sick. You can like that whole opening, you could tell the energy was off. Like, you know, before a show starts and something went wrong, but they're not yeah. trying to tell they don't want everybody to freak out. Like, Paul is laid the <laughs> F out on this mattress, and you think that's fine? <laughs> I don't even think he was moving. No, he was face down. <laughs> like, all you saw was hair. Yep. He was actually, at least like, they- Paul. Ignore Paul. You know Paul. We're good. Just, just have fun tonight. No. No. <laughs> Y'all is bad friends. Like, ain't nobody thought to take this boy to the hospital, throw some water on him, something. But, I mean, at least opening night is packed, though. That's yeah, so good. now um, it's opening night, and we're in the basement, and Melissa's locked up already. So they're assuring Melissa that everything is fine, and this is when everyone else is getting into position or whatever. So this is where – so in this last scene, you're getting cuts between – the crew footage, the mm-hmm. YouTube footage, and then um, there's a third camera that comes into play at some point. I'm like, oh, okay, third camera. <laughs> yeah, that third camera was some recovered footage from the basement. Right. So you find out in this montage of footage, we find out that Max Walkie Talkie isn't working and they put him in some hiding spot along the route of the haunted house Mm -hmm. sarah at some point thinks paul is walking around Mm -hmm. she sees paul is walking around there's weird noise happening weird noises happening and then they see sarah and um paul see joey run out the basements and they also who else sees that i think tony and alex see it too and so max sends sarah upstairs to investigate and that's when the youtuber sees sarah run out and she's like is that part of the show? Right. Is this supposed to happen? Right. Because right. at this point, they've already seen Joey run out too. Right. So now we're getting the basement footage for the first time ever. Oh, so they didn't show y'all Paul either? Nope. No. Oh, bitch. Girl. So right after um, they're like, there are no eyes on the basement. I think we go back to the YouTubers footage. On- oh, wait. So is this when they're walking through the dining room and you see someone sitting in the corner? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they did see that. I'm sorry. I'll okay. Because I was, I said, wait a minute. I know that ain't Paul. And then it came back and it was gone. It was gone. Yeah. yeah. It was Paul. So when ah, they. I'm Paul. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. It literally just popped in my head and I could not, not do it. Oh my gosh. So we're in the basement and this is the first time we're seeing this footage. Melissa is still in her chains and she's begging to be let let out because this isn't a part of the show. And this is when Joey dips the fuck out. Now you see in the corner, there's this shadowy figure with a white face. And you find out that the exit that they had originally planned for, because what was supposed to happen, they're supposed to go into the basement and then leave out through the um, storm door. Right. Well, it was sealed. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> and they can't get out so now you see everyone in the basement freaking out and then you see these figures heading towards melissa and the rest of the guests in the basement oh damn so now we cut back to max head headgear footage and he this is where the chaos is ensuing everyone is running trying to get out the house so he's letting the people out of one of the doors and then the door slams shut and locks him inside and then he turns around and he's like oh uh there should be another exit because there's other people still standing behind him Mm-hmm. So oh, no, now, people was looking at him like, "What is going on?" <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so now Mac is running through, yeah, Mac is running through the house again. He links up with Tony. He's like, yo, we gotta go to the basement, we gotta go to the basement. But on their way to the basement, there's this weird girl that's just fucking standing there. And I think that's time, the girl that got lost. I think that's the girl they was talking about from earlier that checked in and never checked out. Possibly. But remember, it was the girl and the mother. So I don't know. You know, you know what's better than a creepy duo? A creepy girl. Right. So <laughs> when they get to the basement, Tony is the only one who gets inside and then the door locks and he can't go down and Matt can't go down there. So he's like, all right, fuck this shit. He goes back through the house to go upstairs runs into sarah she he was like all right let's go upstairs 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 so they go upstairs in the attic and they see alex hanging there and then they get attacked so now we're back to the interview with diana sarah and she's like okay well what happened so sarah's like oh yeah i got to the front door when the police were arriving and nothing happened to me in between that they didn't ask me no questions or nothing they just rushed me out sis as an investigative journalist the fact that she was just like yeah that makes sense nope (laughs) follow-up questions right but okay but after the follow-up questions sarah was like yeah i'm done with this i need a break so they offer her water food and a room to rest in and she's like oh i'm in room 2c and then she's like yeah y'all should go see the house why would you suggest that they go see the house it's not even that how the fuck you just switch up your tone like that that too sis no so, of course, Diane's nosy nature, she wants to go check out the house. So, before they leave to go check out the house, they go to the front desk and, was, you know, if the girl in 2C needs us, let her know. And they're like, we don't have a room. Ain't no 2C here. Right. <laughs> not 2C. Our, rooms, our rooms don't get letters, so. And then they're like, okay, so is there Sarah Havel staying here? And they're like, uh, no. First of all, can you do that? Because that's dangerous. No. They're okay. not supposed to give that information out. Okay, I'm like, that's very dangerous. <laughs> I just walk up in there and be like, is Chris Brown staying here? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. he upstairs on the fifth floor. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let him know. Actually, don't tell him. <laughs> so then when they decide to leave, it cuts to the footage that Mitchell stayed behind the catalog. And this is where we see Sarah pick up one of the cameras as she's leaving the house. So she sees one of those little shadowy figures and ignores it and keeps hey, making her way <laughs> through the house. I'm sorry, because it's like, and I could have saved this, but through the entire movie, they are like getting a taste of their own haunted house. And it really seemed like this, because when you run into something at the haunted house, what do you do? You literally turn the other way and just go because you don't want to look at it. And that scene, I just chuckled a little bit because I was like, <laughs> and then she runs into Paul and gives him a hug, but Paul is not himself. He picks up the camera and beats the shit out of her with it. And then she gets dragged away. And then he picks up a piece of glass and then slices his own throat. That so was that too. the most oh, yeah. thing I have seen in a while. Uh-uh. And it was just so like smooth, like not smooth is the wrong word. What am I trying to say? It was just so like, okay, here we go. Like there was no warning to at that. All. At first, I didn't realize that he picked up a piece of glass. So I was trying to figure out what he picked up until, and I didn't realize it was glass until after he slit his throat and then it fell. Yeah, because it kind of glitches when he picks it up, so you really can't see what it is anyway. And right. now we know that he's because earlier. 
one of the, I think it's the guy that you don't like, John May, with the little mustache and stuff. He says that they find somebody with a self-inflicted wound and we find out it was Paul. Yep. So now we're back to the beginning of the movie, or the footage, so to speak, where Diane is trying to get into the hotel. AKA white girl being nosy. Because <laughs> that's what it is. That's what most, we was talking about that um, Afro horror. They was talking about how most of these movies really be either white girl being nosy or white girl needs help. <laughs> so I need you to know that my favorite TV show of all time is Murder, She Wrote. And that's all Murder, She Wrote is. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> So when they get inside the house, Diane is too excited and fascinated with everything that's in there. And oh boy, the Ooh, cameraman this. is Ooh, not here for this. it. He, I don't know Ooh. what this cameraman's name is, but he isn't here for it. Yes, they don't ever tell us his name. Or if they do, I ain't catch it. He's like, girl, why do you want to go in this basement? The cameraman is actually one of the directors. I think it's Steven. Oh, that's tight. But he doesn't get credit for it. That's cool. We don't need it, but that's cool. Did they, okay, so in your cut, do they show you Alex in this scene? Yes. Okay. No, that I don't think that was Alex. I think that was Tony. That was Alex. It's the same, it's Alex from the same pose that he's in when he's on the second floor in the Google pictures. Well, see, I don't see, I didn't see the Google picture, so I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. But he is in the, in the corner when they're like going yeah, through the house shit. and they don't see him. Yeah. But see him. Mitchell calls them to be like I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he called to say yo sarah is the fuck dead but right. of course diane doesn't answer the phone and she's like oh i'll call him back later girl. You're not calling him back you're dying too girl so they make their way upstairs and Ain't this room to see girl <laughs> when you've seen that you should have left and it was locked at that but of course being nosy she opens it up and Sarah is in there facing the window. Another opportunity for you to leave. As <laughs> soon as I've seen her just sitting there, just looking go. out the window, you should have left. <laughs> I gotta go. So Diane goes over to her, asks her if she's okay. And when she turns around, you see her bloody beat up face. And then the door shuts, they get locked in, and then the shadowy figures appear, and then poof, they're gone. No. And then Hector ass started playing that piano. I said, yep. see, your petty ass. No. Mm-mm. Okay, but mm-hmm. actually, okay. So the producer, Joe Bandelli, he's the one who played the Diane's cameraman. So that was the one who was the cameraman. Uh-huh. Now, director Stephen Cognetti, he was the one who was the cameraman for the tour group. Oh, okay. And I mean, that makes sense because he knows what he wants. So. Yeah. Right. If you watch the director's cut, you'll probably notice, like I said, there's some extra time going on. And you're like, okay. And I recommend it. It's a good time. Some stuff, um, I don't think like it's things you need to see to put anything like in context. Like this director cut does a very good job. John, hopefully you'll get to see it one day because it'll be better than us just telling you what happened. But um, I mean, the behind the scenes after that, you know, after the entire movie, it's a cool little ditty passing time yeah it was all right i mean i appreciate him doing it so actually i was starting to watch it as we um were trying to get our stuff started today Mm -hmm. and i only got to the part where they made it to the house 
So I'll probably finish it up. Oh, like the when it first starts? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking Because I kind of want to see, like, the deleted scenes, and I want to see, like, all the behind the scenes. Yeah, because I think the ones after that, they, like, show you, like, Tony setting up the electric. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's an interview. Oh, oh, yeah. It's one scene. There's an interview with this guy that I don't think was in the rest of the documentary, or if he was, I just didn't pay attention to him like that. So Diana's interviewing someone who Alex had been in contact with over the summer about the Abaddon Hotel. And basically Diana's finding out that like low key, they the reason they got the hotel in the first place. Even though this dude was telling them and the city was like, we don't want you to have it. But in the end, they gave it to him because they knew it would be good for their economy and like, you know, all that stuff. It's kind of fucked up. I'm gonna tell y'all now, don't watch the second one. Cause don't I watched the second I watched one. The syn- I read the synopsis and doesn't the second one try to like give you more background story? And I hate that. So yeah, so, so what happened was cause you know how I said that Steven originally wrote this as a narrative. Right. So when he went in to go make it found footage, you know, everything can't go because then you have to justify why a camera is filming it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the parts of the story he had to cut because you can't justify why, a, like, why would a camera be in hell? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I have to let it go. So <laughs> this, the second. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine somebody vlogging in hell? So the second and the third one was basically to fill in the missing story that he had to let go in the first one. But I think what happened was and this is just me and my personal thoughts. But I think what happened was he made this first film and it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. And people are like, wow, this is such a good movie. You should make another one. And he's like, yes, I should. And it all went to hell. <laughs> That's usually what happens with these. Like one movie that I'm glad that they did nothing with is Chopping Wall. Yeah. You do not need to do anything, Johnny. I can't, we are, um, we're doing it in September, Mel. Yeah, I saw so, that. Um, I cannot wait till you see this movie. I'm not telling you anything about it because just just watch it. But um, I'm glad they didn't because where was you going to go with that? Oh, but, but like, here's the premise to the second one. The premise is a good premise. So what's my man's name? Who was the co-producer with Diane? I can't remember. But that was his, that was her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. so he's like trying to push like he's the one that cut the documentary blah 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 so he's been trying to push people like this is real this is what happened etc etc there's a new crew who's trying to make a story who goes to him for help and they convince him to go back into the hotel oh he'll know the premise is solid the story is trash. <laughs> Dang, it's like now I want to see it just so I can talk ish about it. I'm curious. It's now. so bad. Is it like, okay, John A ain't seen this movie either, but I know you probably have. Is it Bye Bye Man bad? It's worse than that. <gasps> you a freaking lie. No, okay, it is worse actually, than that. I'm telling you, I get a I get a kick out of watching the Bye Bye Man. I'm not going to hold you. But, it, okay. Is it worse than Wish Upon? Yes. <gasps> Hell House 
LLC two, the Abaddon, whatever the subtitle is, is so bad. Oh damn. Especially because the first one is so good. Like you are set up to be like, this is gonna be like like this is gonna be it, and it's not it. Damn. It's not good. Wow, I have to see it. Well, while we hating on the second one, tell me your thoughts about this one. Like your I said, one, I like I was genuinely scared. I everybody I meet, <laughs> I tell them to watch this movie. <laughs> I like what you said. I really do like this movie. Um, I think I said this earlier. How it just takes two of my favorite genres: found footage. Haunted House, merges them together. I really had no idea what was going to happen. When I saw poor Melissa get dragged to hell, which is all done, in, then when you see it's all done in front of a green screen, I was like, what? Because the show didn't look like it. I was convinced it was a hole in the ground and she was gone. Like, <laughs> damn. Um, Melissa was but, dragged to hell? Yeah. yeah, so they didn't show y'all that? No. Oh, What hell. happened at the end? What happened at the end? They didn't show you what happens in the basement? No, at the end of the movie, <gasps> the end of the movie is literally um, uh, that piano playing. And then that was it. Then it comes No, not at the end. When we finally see what happens in the haunted house, right? And we're going into the basement and you see Jerry leave. What happens after that? Yeah, once you, you see, see the you yeah. see the shadowy figures going up to her, but then you just see like it cut. It's like keeps oh, cutting. Oh, it turns away. Uh, okay, I yeah, know Melissa got dragged all the way to hell. Yeah, she got dragged all the way to hell. Yeah, because she just kept screaming like help, help, and then it kept cutting. So then it's like the whatever camera man had what well whatever person had the camera in the basement you kept seeing like the shadowy figures getting closer and closer to them but then you're also getting like the staticky camera footage so you're not really seeing on facebook yeah so you're not really (laughs) seeing what's happening so you're assuming that the people are trying to flee the basement but this person who got the camera ended up not leaving the basement because the figure's face is right in front of the camera and then it like cut so yeah you don't see her getting dragged to hell so right at that part that you say like mel says it's another cut and I don't know if, like, the camera falls on the ground. I really don't know how we see this scene. But Melissa's literally just, like, laid out on the ground. Then the whole the ground just goes, and all this stuff come out the ground. And then she just gets dragged up in there. And you just hear rumbling and thundering and people screaming. Yeah, we don't get that in the original. Oh, man, that original sounds basura. This, this whole, like, how... <laughs> The versions and the quality of the versions of this movie and this franchise are so wildly different. And I honestly, this will play into my um, thoughts of the movie. Well, go ahead. Lay them on me. I'm done. Oh, um, I didn't like it. <gasps> what? <gasps> wow, this whole entire time, I was thinking like you was rolling with this. Wow, you held that in. Well. No. Actually, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When John A don't like a movie, especially if she has to host, you could tell she don't like the movie because sis will rush through the whole damn movie. And I'm like, girl, slow down. Somebody like the movie. <laughs> like, are you? Wow. Wow. Yeah, you I didn't like this. Over one. my eyes. 
Well, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. What happened? Um, we, ain't, we ain't gonna beat you up, sis. So <laughs> hold on, real quick. Now I know how Jared feels when I say I don't like something because <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> And I honestly, now that you've said all of the scenes that weren't in the original, I mm-hmm. think that has something to play. Like that, that, that takes into account why I don't like it. Okay. Because I feel now that you said that, I feel like I've missed a lot. Okay. And I yeah, didn't get like, like a full picture. Yeah. Cause we sitting here saying, so you like, that's not in my version. I'm like, damn. Well, yeah. What? Like, it seems like a lot was taken out, taken out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. So what I did like about the movie was that it that I liked the fact that it was shot documentary style, like that was different, and mm-hmm. I liked that it was creative to me. And I generally like found footage, but I didn't like this one. It just it just mm-hmm. didn't give it to me. Like I know Lauren, you said that you were scared. I was not scared. I was mostly looking at the screen, like okay, okay, but I just it didn't do it for me. Oh, that's wild. Wow. At the bottom, movie. I was like, what is happening? Yes, I was like, me and BJ watched this and both of us was just like, you know. Mm-mm. And the funny thing <laughs> about it was I almost watched the director's cut. But the only reason why I didn't was because I wanted to see what the original was. Mm-hmm. So I watched the original and then I started to watch the director's cut. And I saw that, you know, the interview scene at the beginning was different because, you know, she was setting up the lighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so they kind of like let you clue you in that Sarah might be dead because mm-hmm. she hasn't been seen anywhere for five years. But then I just ne- didn't get that much further in the movie. Yeah. So, so this is almost like, remember when we did My Bloody Valentine and I was telling you all that stuff and you was like, what? But I actually kind of like the fact that we watch two different versions Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there might be some people like me who only saw the original. Yeah. But, and then I appreciate you because there were moments that I forgot that didn't make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they both exist in my head as like one thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I forget what, what did and didn't get cut. Yeah. A lot got cut. Oh, whole lot. I see. <laughs> so um, this movie got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb and then a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, actually, did you give your rating? Uh, what'd you give it? Oh, you waiting on me? Yeah. <laughs> Let's let Lauren go first. Lauren, you go first on a scale of a 1 to 100. 100 oh i know because see the thing is i'm a libra and one to five i i just can't i can't with one to five i can't with one to ten i need range i can't sorry <laughs> give it a 85 85 okay i guess i'm next i didn't prepare for this moment i forget i didn't forget i just <laughs> <laughs> like you know i was just like hmm, what am i gonna read this I honestly think, because I'm not going to stunt you, I'm not going to hold you, this scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it. The second time I was trying to pay attention to see if there are things I missed, which were, there There were a couple, and I think they did add to it. And then me seeing the deleted scenes made me like it even more. So I'm just going to um, up Miss Mail 2 and give it an 87. Actually, no, that's too damn high. I'm lying. <laughs> that's way too damn high. I'm going to go too lower and give it an 83 just because I made myself mad by thinking that it could be an 87. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead, Nay. So I gave it a 60. 
God dang. That's no, Janae, she be ruthless. Y'all be hearing her with these ratings. She be ruthless. <laughs> I be like, damn. I was okay. So originally, I was gonna give it a fifty, but when I went back through to give it my notes, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give it a sixty. And then when I ran, uh, not ran, but read through um, some of the things that I found on IMDb and then other places, I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, I feel like it would probably have been higher if I saw the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. But based off of the original, nah, it just doesn't do it for me. Dang. But I really liked Creep. I really liked Creep. And I just knew, I'm like, she ain't gonna like Creep. I'm like, she not gonna like this. She gonna tell me that she knew what was going on. I'm like, she ain't gonna like this. And she loved it. it. Like, I'm really curious to see what she's gonna think about VHS 2 next week. I think you're gonna hate it. Oh gosh! <laughs> it's like I really don't know how she gonna feel because I freaking love it. Because the first time I seen it, and I she okay, look, this is the thing. She literally knows nothing, so I I told her nothing on purpose because yeah. I don't want her to know anything. Because I didn't up. even see the first one. Yeah, cause, and you don't need to see the first, the first one. one. I think it's yeah. It's, I think it's literally. And are I they think like stamp? Are these like? Is the way that their um, franchise set up is more like standalone? Like each movie can stand alone? Yeah, I really, I think it's one thing that connects the movies, but I really think it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, like you could watch them out of order and be fine. Yeah, you could watch them out of order and be cool. But um, the, I don't know, it's, okay, yeah, because I'm going to give away too much if I say that. So I'll just hold it. But girl, we're going to see what you say because I'm just curious. Dang! Now Lauren said that I'm. She think I'm a hater. I'm kind of like. I shouldn't have said that because now I just. I <laughs> the judgment. I give her a reason to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I might not hate it though. You might not. I don't know. We gonna see tomorrow because <laughs> I just re- I rewatched it over the weekend and it still kind of had the same effect on me. But you know, we will see. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop. Your wish is coming true. What they got the hoodies? Don't yeah, lie to girl. me. Don't fucking play with me. They got the yeah. hoodies. They have a mug. They have t-shirts. They have posters. They even have clown masks. What? You and you're not I'm not thinking I'm not saying like the clown mask that you're thinking of like Halloween clown mask we're talking about those little masks that they banned at the beginning of quarantine when they were like the ones that you kind of like pull up over your nose that are more like a I can't even think like of like a runner's called. mask yeah those things that oh. kind of like go around your neck too mm-hmm. yeah they have that with the clown's face on it oh no they got some leggings can we also Leg- appreciate the fact that the little the little model in these in the little photos is black. Come on, black model with the clown mask. Yes. Yes. All the other ones are white. I know, oh, but I really, you got one. You didn't have a single black person in this movie, but you got one modeling your merchandise. Yeah, there's you know they got some demon backpacks. They got pillows, tote bags. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go look that out. We gonna link that below because y'all know me. I be trying to. And it's actually a legit one. So this one is from Terror Films. It's not like someone decided to, you know, on Etsy or any other site. This is directly from Terror Films. 
Okay. Hmm. Might have to mosey on over there. Well, I mean, I was gonna say that that was gonna be my. Usually, we make we make up an item to what we think would be cool for this movie. So since they took the hoodie, maybe if it like maybe if the Hell House had like keychains. I don't know. That's kind of lame. I get no. That would be dope if it was like yeah. A, the, I like the a key to the room. Yeah. Oh shit. That's kind of scary. You right? If it was a key, yeah. So there's like this Instagram account that I follow and she kind of like does like heartbreak hotel keychains and they're like really cute. They're like room keys. So I would, that would do that. Get you know, like a little room key. Hmm. Now, okay. would I use it? Yeah, no. Idea. But it's cute to go on my keychains. <laughs> that sounds like me. That sounds about right. <laughs> nice little souvenir. Cause no, I definitely keep when I would go on cruises, I would keep the room keys. And then when I used to go to hotels, I would keep the room keys too. I do too. I just got the ones when we just went to Charlotte a few weeks ago. I wasn't about to get them back. <laughs> I used to have a collection. When we would travel a lot, I had like a bowl full of just old hotel keys. Yeah. And it's like for no reason, like why? <laughs> but I could like, cause I know if I go look in all of the purses and wallets that I have now, I bet you I could get 10. I bet I would not have a problem getting 10 hotel key cards out. So then my little brother Christian, what he does is, you know, like the wristbands that you get when you go to different attractions and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, after we would leave a place, he would keep them on for weeks. And we'd be like, so cut them things off. And he so he the type them. that go to the hospital and leave a band on for everybody to see. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But he, well, actually, I don't know if he was, uh, he kept the band on his wrist after that hospital stay. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh -uh. but uh -uh. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I clown him about that every chance I get, my God. But, no, like from like the the zip linings, the go karts, the amusement parks. He would when we go on vacation, he would keep every single one of them on, and we would get different ones every other day, and he would keep them. Even like the resorts that we went to had like the little wristband room keys, and he wouldn't take that shit off. He'd be home for like three weeks, and the shit would still be on his arm. Oh, Maybe he wanted to remember his vacation. Yeah, that yeah, those were like souvenirs to him. If take me back was a person, <laughs> it's definitely my baby brother. I'm a pin person, so I would want like an enamel pin. You know, I used to do pins in middle school. At the end of middle school and the beginning of high school, Hot Topic was my yep. store, and yep. I would go and get all the pins by the checkout line. Yep, or, and, and the I, stickers. Yep, and I actually have a bag somewhere in here of all those pins from Hot Topic. If you don't want them anymore, you should sell them. Girl, I gotta find them first. They somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> Start an, a, like an Etsy shop for vintage Hot Topic pins. <laughs> I'm proud to make a killing. But one of them I'm keeping is uh, it was one from what's that show? It's like a it, I can't think. Living Colors in Living Color, and it was one of the bits where it was I can't remember the bit, but it's like a pin from In Living Color. Oh wow! I want to see it now. Yeah, I gotta okay. find it. Hot Topic was the jam back then. I don't know about anymore, but it's all gentrified now. It's not even like. Mm -mm. Remember when the interest used to be like that big uh, gear thing? It's just a door now. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> the font is different. Yeah, the font yeah. is different. Like, yeah. all right. well, anyway, y'all ready for these park announcements? Yes, ma'am. Hey, 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 h
<laughs> let me see. Let me see if I got it. We three for four up in this bitch. <laughs> so y'all can come follow us on Instagram at D180 Podcast. Everything you need is there. Y'all already know I've been hooking y'all up. I was actually on my shit this week, so everything is updated. You got a movie that you want us to review? Go check out that park themes highlight. You can see all the themes there. You can either submit on IG. I promise I'll probably answer. Or you can go into your email, enter survivor submission into the subject. The email is destination180podcast at gmail.com. And let us know what your movie is. If you want to suggest a theme, you could do that too. Or if you just want to tell us something, like maybe we said something wrong in this movie and you want to cuss us out, like... Do it. We don't care. Talk to us. We love it. The last thing before I put y'all on, well, actually two more things before I put y'all on to next week's movie is, y'all know, leave us a review per usual. We actually got another one, but I haven't been able to see it, so I can't tell you what it is. Miss Mel, will you please, one more time, tell all the people where they can find y'all? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We are Scary Crit Pod. Um, I think that's our handle. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Scary Kid Pod on all social platforms. I be posting, Jared be posting. It's a good time. <laughs> I like when y'all watch episodes and then y'all do like the recaps. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nope, that's really how that episode went. Yep. Our like Jared is a meme god. If I ain't never seen two people that know references, yo, I gotta, I gotta put out like a like a unreleased episode because there are there are like forty five minute long tangents of pop culture holes that we just go into sometimes, and I'm like, what were we talking about? Sounds like sounds like a setup for a Patreon, a scary crit Patreon. Oh, y'all gotta sign up for that bonus content, and you know people will listen to y'all. I would, I would. I definitely would, because y'all be going off on, t- like, when the faculty, and it's funny, because I don't know if you heard this episode, but I used this argument against John a. Um, the faculty episode where you guys were talking about Usher's on the main cover, but he's not a main character, wow. and I was like, I was like, John a., um, why aren't the siblings from the stepfather on the cover? <laughs> the- because they weren't important. I'm like, Usher was not important in the faculty. <laughs> but he brought in the dollars. <laughs> he did. He Those did. little children was not bringing in the dollars. So they left them off the cover. I'm still oh, pissed baby. about that. I feel like I bring that up every show because that just bothers me. That made me so mad. Whatever. It's fine. Side note, I actually found the review. I will send it to you. You found it? Yes. I think it's from Cody. It is. It's all Cody. We love Cody. I y'all. Well, while I'm loving on Cody right now, we're going to see y'all next week. We are watching VHS 2. I mentioned that like five times already. So that's y'all homework. We're going to link up in the park next week. It's going to be a good time. Johnny ain't seen this movie. So if you know what the movie is, you already know what I'm preparing her for. And we just going to see what Miss Thang got to say. I feel like at this point, y'all get a kick out of me saying I hate something. I don't know. Sometimes I'd be offended, and sometimes <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not going like, to lie. When I listen to y'all, I come and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what movie Johnny's going to hate today. <laughs> See? 
Like, I'm trying to think, what movie was it? It was one movie you said you hated, and I was like, low-key. Let me look at these scores, because stop the music. <laughs> was it Raw? It might have been Raw. I feel like it was No, somewhere. but I gave Raw an 80%. That's why I'm like, I don't think it was Raw. It was something you scored super low, and I was just like, it was the dark and the wicked. I couldn't believe you gave that a 60. I was like... Yeah, I was mad at that, too. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. Because I like that movie so much. Me too. I was like, Bertino did his thing on that movie. And she was like, I'm going to give it a 60. And I think I audibly said something. Yeah, you did. You were like, what? <laughs> I was... I was, I was just like... I was like, you gave Spell an 80... I liked Spell. Which I knew you was going to like Spell. I knew you was going to like that. But I was like. Mm. I liked Spell. <laughs> the mm. side eye was so strong. I couldn't believe you did The Dark and the Wicked like that. I'm like, I enjoyed that one. I mean, I liked it better than The Stepfather. And okay, Better Watch Out. And The Good Son. The Stepfather. <laughs> we, you know, I, I have and honeymoon. nostalgia glasses on. So, Y'all yeah. put so many movies on my list. I have to like. <laughs> See, that's what we tried because Johnny, like, when I asked Johnny about um, joining this podcast, she straight up told me she was like, "I don't want to do like da 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 da." I said, "Girl, you ain't said nothing but a word. We not about to be talking about Freddie Michael and da 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 da." At some point, we'll get to them, but no, we about to delve into all types of stuff, stuff I ain't even seen before. So. Yeah. And it's worked out. It worked and that's out. always fun. It's always fun to watch something new and that hasn't been talked about to death since 1973. Right. Because I'm like half of the stuff that we have coming up. Some things I've seen, some things I haven't, some things I just want John Nate to see it. Like she hasn't seen Sleepaway Camp yet. Oh, you're in for a treat. And I'm just like, oh, I literally, at minimum, try not to say anything about it because her nosy ass, well, she don't do it no more. So I can take that back. She'll go look. I, I listen, <laughs> because I, I will do that. Like when Annabelle, the um, previous for Annabelle came out, I was like Googling, trying to see what it was about, trying to see all the background information and stuff. And I you would know do that's that. how you fuck yourself up, Mel. You know, that's somebody dumb yeah. butt. Gonna post a screenshot of something, a steal, and you see the wrong thing, and, and, like, and it's over. Yeah, yeah, I do. I would do that for all the movies beforehand because I would be excited, and like I just couldn't wait for it to come out. So I just like try to get as much information as possible. But Ashley was like, "No, nah, don't do that." Yes, I'm like blind. Going into yeah. a horror movie blind is the best thing you can ever do for yourself. Yep. Like some movies, like obviously this Conjuring movie, people are excited about it. So obviously a lot of us watch the trailer, but I'm telling you, that's probably the only thing I'm going to watch. And that's it. Speaking of not wanting to see things, Survivors, y'all better go watch VHS too so y'all can link up with us next week. Oh, y'all can bring that music back. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> hey, y'all, we about to dip out. We'll link up with y'all next week. Everybody say bye. See you soon, survivors. Peace out, podcast people.